Buenos dias! What's going on, everybody? It is Norm coming to you with an epi- another episode of Scruffy City Sports. I'm going to call myself Lord Norman from here on out and House of the Stubble. Did you get that? Stubble, Scruffy, City? No, no. Well, I'm going to keep going with that. I apologize, my 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 horse. My horse is a little voice. My voice is a little horse. I uh, did went up to Cletus and Cars this weekend. Enjoyed that at Bristol. Dale, yeah, brother. Watched all the burnout spectacular, and then the Cletus one thousand mile spectacle that was. Had a fantastic time watching all of that from my iPad. It was glorious and spectacular. If you didn't get to watch that. I'm sure there will be hundreds, if not thousands, of YouTube videos that you can go search on Google and find as I'm speaking. All right, everyone, let's get down to the brass tacks here. It is a balmy 72 degrees, and it has done nothing but rain, rain, rain. I hope you've built your ark and you are floating away in your boat here in Knox, Vegas. I'm kind of over the rain, but it's not 95, so I guess I'll take the rain and it being 72 over it being 120 degrees outside. But let's continue on. Rundown for today. We are going to do UT football, the recap of the Ball State game. We are going to do Atlanta Braves baseball. We are going to do Formula One recap of the Dutch GP that happened over the weekend. And then we will finish and round out the podcast with some pop culture, some House of the Dragon, Lord of the Rings, Ring of Power, TV, pop culture, all that fun stuff. If you're here for that, I'm glad. And if not, I'm glad you made it, you know, a minute or two into the podcast and and got me one of those plays and likes. Spectacular stuff. Without further ado, I'm going to let my good friend John Ward take us away into the UT football segment. John, you know what to do, buddy. Wherever you listen throughout the world, it's football time in Tennessee. As Cerner stumbles and falls, fumbles the football. It's been recovered by Tennessee at the 43-yard line. Sterner comes out of there, stumbles, lays the ball down, and Billy Ratliff is on top of it to recover at the 43-yard line. Go to Henry. This will be Martin. This will be Henry. He dives. Give him six. That's all. Touchdown, Tennessee. Snap. The kick is in the air, and the kick this time is no, sir, Ree. No, sir, Ree. This will be Manning. Back to throw. Across the middle. Pass complete. Ball down at the 35, to the 40, to the 45, to the 50, to the 45, to the 40, to the 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. What did he do? All he did was score. Joey Kent. Touchdown on play number one. John, thank you so much for doing that intro song, intro highlight reel of, of some of your greatest calls, the the Florida Miss in 01. Oh, gosh, just takes me way back. It makes me really appreciate what John Ward did for 30-some-odd years here at Knoxville and how much I just can't stand listening to Bob Kessling on the radio. I love listening to sporting events on the radio. I don't know why. It's just 
it's just the old man in me i guess but anyway you did not come here for me to talk about announcing stuff you came here to hear me talk about the ut ball state game ut kicked off the 126th season of football in knoxville thursday night against ball state your attendance which is shocking to me to see so many vol fans there thursday night it was glorious was 92,236 proud ut fans quite the spectacle that tennessee put on there or the shellacking of ball state Uh, tennessee ended up winning that game 59 to 10 they were doing this all night long the way we take it to the house take it to the house take it to the house they took it to the house that is correct uh first play of scrimmage was an interception by the defense next play on our first offensive trip was a touchdown and and i don't really know what to say about this game i feel like we learned absolutely nothing uh from the offense i feel like we learned absolutely maybe a few things on the defense i'm scared of what our second secondary is not doing now granted let's 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 all you know I'm, i've got my orange kool-aid over here i've got my orange glasses on i am ut through and through at the moment i'm feeling confident of our 12 and 0 prediction that norm did not make but you know 10 and 2 9 and 3 8 and 4 are all realistic goals maybe not 10 and 2 8, eight and 4 9 and 3 the most realistic goals i think for this team but i just don't feel like we learned a lot i, I really don't we Hendon Hooker came out, was not, you know, very sharp, I didn't feel like, but did he need to be? No. Uh, The offense didn't show us anything spectacular. I am a Brew McCoy fan. I am a, I think it's Dylan Sampson. I have no notes, so I I don't know if it's Dylan Sampson. I think it's, maybe it's Darren Sampson. Something Sampson. The freshman running back looked spectacular. Jabari Smalls looked fantastic. Cedric Tillman looked good. I just don't feel like we really learned a lot as far as what our offense can do, and that's fine. That's fine. You know, some might say we came out and looked a little vanilla, you know, a little plain Jane, whatever. True test for Tennessee is going to be next week against the Pitt Panthers. Uh, if you did not watch that game Thursday night, what were you doing? Uh, the backyard brawl, as they like to call it, hasn't been played in like 10 or 11 years. Not sure why we're not playing that football game on a regular basis. The answer, Norm, is because those two teams are not in the same conference anymore, and that's why they don't play it. But fantastic football. I will say Pitt's defense looks a little i don't even know what to call it looks like you're maybe you're playing madden or ncaa and you're just pinning their your ears back and blitzing the quarterback every chance you get their secondary guys i feel like we're getting called for targeting every other play tennessee's wide receivers are going to have to have their heads on a swivel and pay attention to that but all in all tennessee got a w and as vin diesel our good friend dominic toretto says winning is winning and it doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile winning is winning and that's what I'll say about that. I, I could run down and give you the stats. Tennessee played spectacular. But again, in the grand scheme of things, what did we learn from Ball State? That they're like a high school level FBC school. But they're in Division One. They're picked to finish like fifth or sixth in the MAC. Didn't really have a lot of takeaways. I, I feel like this Saturday's game against Pitt will be the true test. Uh, I have this as a swing game for us going into that. Tennessee, I believe, opened up last I checked as a six or a six and a half point favorite at Pitt this weekend. That is a 3.30 kick on ABC that you'll be able to watch that game coming up Saturday when the Pitt Panthers take on our, I'm not going to say our, I hate when people do that in sports, say our, it's our team, by golly, take on the Tennessee Volunteers. 
It's going to be a spectacular game. Again, I have that as a swing game, but I do believe Tennessee will muster through it. We're going to see some high-flying offense. Super exciting stuff. Maybe we'll see some trickery, some trick plays. I really am looking forward to playmakers that I want to see more of. Brew McCoy, that man has some thick thighs, and he can save some lives with those things. That man is a monster of an athlete, and I am here for it. Brews for brew, as we like to say. But enough about UT football. I could go on and on. I don't really want to read the stats. Uh, If I had somebody here to bounce those off of, I would bounce those off of. But up next, let's go to some Braves baseball. Uh, And then I did get this uh, cleared by the Mets front office to use this song. So hopefully that's okay and, and no one will get too upset with me. But, you know, if they do, they do. Whatever. Thank you, Timmy Trumpets, for coming in studio here today and playing that wonderful song for me today. Uh, It is spectacular. If you are a Braves fan, last we spoke, I talked about uh, they were three games back last Sunday. Uh, The Braves ended up losing two to the Cardinals, which would have been great if they could have won because the Mets also lost those two games. And I was in a, what are you doing, Braves fans? But thank you washington nationals they took the series against i think they took the series they won the last two games against the mets uh and now your lead is one game one game in the nl east uh between the mets and the braves both teams are off today for labor day they will play tomorrow mets are playing the pivotal pivotal pittsburgh pirates and the the braves are taking on the oakland a's so we'll see one game separates us both the Braves in their last 10 games are 7-3, and three, while the Mets are 6-4 and four on a two-game losing streak. The Braves are on a five-game winning streak. Oh, man, it is getting down to the wire. It's getting close, and I don't know what's going to happen. The Mets hopefully are Metsing. That's what they famously do. The Braves are braving. Uh, so we shall see. That's really all I'm going to talk about the Braves. I'm not, I'm not going to give you stats. Again, if you heard my podcast last week, it is incredibly difficult to actually watch major league baseball really looking forward to when apple tv decides to step up and buy it so i can watch all baseball games and all braves baseball games but let's go braves let's let's finish the season out strong we've only got a few weeks left of regular season baseball and then we are in the playoffs uh playoff picture goes like this braves are one game back uh they have a pretty commanding lead uh, i think they are 10 or 11 10 and a half games uh, up in the wild card spot so and barring anything ultra crazy uh they're pretty much a shoe in for the playoffs it just will be if they are a uh, uh win the east or if they're in on the playoffs don't forget the playoffs are a little funky this year i think the top 12 teams or 14 go in top two overall best uh, league records for the nl and al get a buy into like the divisional series wild card is a three game instead of a one game we'll we'll get there and we'll break all that down uh the closer we get to major league baseball and i'm saying all this with a grain of salt because you know norman i might just gloss over it like i've been glossing over things uh, as far as major league baseball goes but that's it braves are one game back they are off on labor day today they will play the uh oakland a's for a two-game set 
Mets have a pretty easy schedule in September, but hopefully they will continue to Mets it and the Braves will continue to win and we will have post-game coverage later on. But that is it for our MLB recap. We will go now to Formula One. Norm, cue up some uh, buffer music, please. lights out and away we go all right i know everyone is here for my formula one recaps that's just it's what you come here for and and i enjoy it you know i i I like it been drawn into it i say it every time i talk about formula one drive to survive if you've not watched it on netflix please go watch it but remember it is a tv show and they add the drama button they hit the drama button they hit it they hit it everything is drama added tenfold just remember that if you're trying to keep up with formula one and and things like that if you don't keep up on a weekly basis things at the dutch gp really uh not much to say uh actually there's a lot to say mercedes lewis hamilton and old georgie russell had a chance i feel like to win this race and they let it squander away squandered big word for norm there today Uh, they just let it slip away i'm not really sure george called in for soft tires lewis stayed on the mediums at the end there max blue bomb like they were standing still essentially lewis got mad on the radio i just it's it's confusing i mean lewis has already come out and said if you didn't watch it i'm sure there's plenty of tiktoks and youtube video recap shorts and youtube shorts I, youtube shorts I don't, I don't understand those anyway but that's different segment i guess uh lewis was upset that he stayed on the mediums everybody else went out on softs um very confusing uh, i don't know I, I feel like that could have been lewis's only chance to get a gp win this season you never know still several races left uh, can't fault George for wanting to go out there and, and push for a win himself. He got a, a second place podium finish out of it. Max is in still on a different planet, essentially. Um, I don't know one's going to catch him. I mean, he's got a hundred point plus lead over Chuck LeClaire, Chuck LeClaire, old Charles LeClaire. Um, And I'm not really sure if anyone's going to catch him. It's kind of, I, I guess we're all going for the mid pack battle now between Mercedes uh, and Ferrari, Ferrari continues to Ferrari coming in the pits, not having your tires ready. They are just a meme waiting to happen. Uh, if you don't follow F1 Troll on Instagram, it is a hilarious follow. It is all things funniness that is F1. I, I feel like you should go. I'll plug them right now. F1 Troll on Instagram. Go follow them. I'll maybe even leave their little doobly-doo information in the doobly-doos down below. But that was really it. That's the highlights of the GP uh, as far as that goes. Max wins again. Was a little more entertaining of a race compared to last week. But Lewis, not sure why he stayed on the mediums. Should have maybe put the softs on there and really pushed for that. Red Bull is the first time in a while they've looked a little vulnerable out there. Um, but it is kind of suspect. I will say the conspiracy theory uh, tenfold had in me says Yuki Sonoda, who's a Red Bull sister team, had a weird, weird virtual safety car pull off the road, come back on the road, go to pit lane, come back out. Just saying they are a Red Bull engine sister team of the big Red Bull sponsor there. A little strange when old Maxi was, was behind in the pack and then stuff like that happens. Not saying it was uh, on purpose or intentional, but maybe it was. Just saying. 
All right. Uh, what are we going to do next? Uh, let's do pop culture. We'll do Game of Thrones stuff, and then we'll wrap this puppy up. Keep it short and sweet. I've got some interesting, interesting music. Are you ready? You ready? Oh, money, don't jiggle, jiggle. It's cold. I'd like to see you wiggle, wiggle. Like cold. Make you want to dribble, dribble, you know. Christine, wake up. It's cold. Jiggle, jiggle. Is that not fantastic? That is like every meme going on right now. Running up that hill, my money don't jiggle, jiggle, and corn. All in one thing. TikTok is spectacular. I do not want to mess my algorithm up when it comes to my Tiki Tac. It is spectacular. It is music, Formula One, and movies. That's that's all I care about. It's It's very entertaining. I'm sorry for the chair creaking in the background. But spectacular things are happening on this show right here. house of the dragon we are three episodes in and i will say this right now if you were to tell me if i was to go back and watch season one of game of thrones the first three episodes were essentially lots of talking robert baratheon lannisters you've got bran falling out of the tower by jamie if you were to compare the first three episodes of that to the first three episodes of house of dragon i i would say i would tenfold over eight more seasons of house of dragon than game of thrones now game of thrones was spectacular and we've talked about how it kind of when they outran the book old d and b and they didn't really know what was going on and george has not really finished the book so we don't know what happens in his story if Arya really kills the night king who's not really in the books or what's going to happen and all that stuff but with house of dragon my goodness me i am fully invested fully invested give me all the seasons of house of dragon spectacular things we're walking and talking we're walking and talking in gardens which is the thing about game of thrones i love the most i sword play was fantastic but the dialogue is so good in game of thrones and it's so good in house of the dragon if you're not watching this show please do me a favor and spend three and a half hours of of your time between now and next sunday watching house of the dragon and get caught up it is fantastic the house of targaryen is in its peak power we've got the three stones crab feeder let me just hbo i'm i'm all over the place i've, I've turned off my ipad I'm, I'm i'm notesless at the moment here if you've ever hbo hbo things you know they take it to the extreme true detective takes it to the extreme i have never in my life wanted to see crabs kill people more than i have ever when i saw it in the trailer the crab feeder essentially crucifies people that where he steals their ships nails them into wooden logs on a beach and then lets crabs eat them hbo thank you for that i never knew in my life that i needed to see crabs eating people like i did last week essentially let me let me paint a picture for you there is a man laying on a beach we slow pan up from his toes to his feet he has a foot in which you can see bone tendon muscle and a crab is just crab crawling crab crab what was a crab a crab crawls but crab pinches do these are pinchers or claws he claw a crab claws 
pulling out flesh from his feet and it is the best thing i've ever seen on tv and then in episode three they top that they top it even again it is whoo spectacular dragons fire damien is is he's got the dog in him that's one of the new sayings on all my sports things they've got the dog in him goes out there hands the sword very very john snow vibes there uh where he goes out there and wants to fight all uh oh man i forgot who that kid's name was uh in season six there with the battle of the you know what uh there were john snow's going to take off in the entire army i can't think of his name is he a baratheon it's not stannis baratheon because he's dead by then this is where norm's just rambling i'm just gonna very uh a lot of uh, i guess you could say game of thronesy vibes with this episode with the uh, deer the stag as they like to call it i really thought we were going to have a robert baratheon and then we did have a robert baratheon with the pig and and rhaenyras and then just all that stuff i mean it's a lot going on and i don't even feel really feel like i can fully cover what is happening on this show other than we're jumping around timelines we've we've fast forwarded three name days essentially or two name days which is birthdays uh, it's just a great show and i really enjoy coming to work on a monday and having people be excited to talk about a television show again uh i feel like netflix last week really robbed us of that i am all for releasing a show once a week when netflix does it you know they dump all the episodes out on a friday and then it's like oh have you watched no i'm still watching have you finished no i'm still watching and then it's like oh well i finished all of it i want to talk about it now you know i want to talk about stranger things season four all of it right now because they released all of it right now maybe they should do the week thing and then i wouldn't get upset and have we'd have this q3 q4 discussion blah 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 but whatever it is fun to have quote unquote water cooler talk again uh when i come in and see all my friends at work and we discuss crabs eating people and then i butcher everyone's name and they usually make fun of me because i can't say rhaenyris and aegon and damien and whatever mary alice also speaking of mary alice uh, if you've not followed her on tiki tack or looked her up on tiki tack she looks nothing like she does in the show now granted the show takes place uh you know like in 172 after the conquest and then there's bc before the conquest play on words there uh nothing like that she's got a very uh tiktok vibe i'll say that and i'm not talking thirst trap tic tac uh i'm thought talking like jack harlow dark hair the jinko jeans the you know 6xl t-shirt just a vibe she's got a vibe going on and i'm not sure i appreciate the vibe i'm not saying i don't appreciate it it's just different from her mary alice character on game of thrones it's a little strange i'll just say that much go look her up on the t-tac if you want to uh let's segue again and i think i'm gonna use the same segue music while i get a drink all right let's take a trip to the shire i'm sorry (laughs) We're not going to the Shire. We're going to, I I don't even really know where we're going, uh, to be honest with you, uh, with the Lord of the Rings, Ring of the Power show. I have absolutely no idea. I'm just being honest with you. Um, I don't really know who was asking for this show. I guess the Amazon executives were asking for it because, let me, I'm trying to gather my words here. 
If you've ever watched Lord of the Rings, and I'm sure you have, it's a cinematic masterpiece from the early 2000s. The first Fellowship of the Ring, in the first like five minutes of that movie, they cover essentially everything that happened prior to that. Now, we did get The Hobbit, which deep dives a little more into that, but in that they talk about sauron 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 coming back how the rings were made men took it over blah 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 blah. really five minutes of the movie this show is happening before sauron is is banished and then now he's i guess going to come back i don't know why we need this show it looks beautiful and i'm interested in it do i think it's as good as house of the dragon right now no does it have potential to be maybe um my expectations are like as low as they could get because again i i know what happens i know what happens aragon comes back he becomes the king in return of the king uh bilbo gets the ring gives it to frodo we go on a quest for many hours that's what happens so i, I don't know with all these prequel shows why we need it why 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 do i need to be invested in this show when i already know the outcome is something going to change are we going to make the lord of the rings movies canon and we're just going to change it all no so it's very confusing to me why we needed this show i don't understand it will i watch it all yes in case somebody at work is like oh norm did you watch lord of the rings yes let me sit down i've got my notes here let's discuss again it's a beautiful show Uh, i think the actress that plays the main elf i don't i can't remember her name uh it's escaped me and it's one of those elfish names so i can't pronounce it uh while i am learning valerian by duolingo on my phone uh so i could speak valerian if anybody wanted me to i'm i'm on like episode not episode like i'm on a 13 day learning streak um i don't know elvish maybe if duolingo has elvish i'll learn that but i don't i just don't understand why i need to be invested in this show and i already know the outcome I, I will i watch it yes it's a beautiful show the cinematics are beautiful that's why amazon has spent billions not billions i think they've spent almost a billion dollars on this show you can see that uh, by the cgi work that it's a glorious looking show i just don't know why i need to be invested in it I, I just don't it's much like why are we getting a national treasure tv show spinoff didn't ask for that much like the andor show that's coming out the star wars fan star wars show and i love star wars a big star wars guy enjoy everything that they put out and i have to watch everything they put out just like a marvel show just in case i miss some little easter egg but i know what happens in rogue one jane Izzo, rizzo is it rizzo or Izzo, riso maybe it's riso i don't know how you pronounce her name she's hanging out there with uh cassian on the beach the nuclear bomb goes off from christopher nolan's next movie and they die they die they get the plans up to start you know a new hope it's a great movie what is in the world is this show going to tell me about star wars and that happening that i don't already know i know how it plays out i know i know exactly what happens a new hope starts princess leia gets the plans she meets up with her brother yada 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 and then this it ends terribly uh, with the with the sequel prequels 
down there at the very end. Bring back Jar Jar Binks. The show I want from Star Wars, give me a pod racing show. What happened back then on Tatooine? I want pod racing. Nobody knows anything about that. Give me characters I know nothing about in the Star Wars universe, so I don't have to be like, oh, is that Chewie's great-grandmother there? Is that where he got his little crossbow shooter thing? The expectations that fans put on these shows, it's just silly. I already know the outcome of Andor. Will I watch it? Yes. Do I want to watch it? No. Am I going to wait, get up at 3 a.m. when Disney Plus releases it to watch those? No. It's just very confusing to me why we're getting these shows that essentially either I'm not in the loop and I feel like I'm pretty up to date as far as social media stuff goes. Where who's asking for this stuff? Is it just producers in like the House of Mouse saying, "Yes, make this. We need money. We're we're poor. We don't have billions and billions of dollars coming in revenue streams." It's very confusing. I don't understand it. Andor to me is very silly premise, much like the Lord of the Rings show. I just don't feel like people are raising their hands saying, "Oh, oh, 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 oh." We need a show about. Uh, you know, uh, Sauron, you know, how he came to power and then he got banished because the elves killed him. And then, and then the rings get out. W- what happens in between those times? W- let's make a show about that. Like, how long are they going to go? Is it going to go until that battle at the beginning of Lord of the Rings? Who knows? And I'm rambling here for it. And I just, I just don't understand it. I really, really, really hope uh it turns out better than what it it got review bombed and so amazon essentially is not allowing users to review it until for like 72 hours to let all that clear out it's very concerning we live in 2022 people are upset about casting who gets cast into that it's very head scratching i'm approaching 40 years old and it's it's hard for me to fathom some of the things that that come out in the world today but that's a topic for a different day i guess but I don't know where we were at on this podcast. I've rambled all over the place. Lord of the Rings is fun. You know, if you wanted me to give it a number, I would say like a a seven-ish out of 10. House of the Dragon is spectacular. That's like nine out of 10 range for Norm. I'm so sorry. I I went on a little rant tirade there. I don't know why we're getting these prequel shows. They make no sense to me. Maybe I will be pleasantly surprised and they'll turn out to be the best thing that I've ever seen ever. I doubt it, but maybe, you know, we'll see. But I think that's it for me today. I don't have really anything else. I'm rambling, you know, because I enjoy rambling and, and why not? And also. When you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. Yes. And I just don't want to die as far as sitting on a Game of Thrones. Cersei, thank you so much. Thank you, as always, for hanging out with me for the last 30 minutes or so. I appreciate it. We will uh, next week cover uh, whatever the next race is for Formula One. I'll give you Braves updates. I will give you my thoughts on the next episodes of Ring of Power and House of the Dragon. And then we'll also uh, touch on uh, UT football, uh, the pit game. Uh, And if you didn't last night see, oh, my gosh, the uh, LSU-Florida State game, that was spectacular. Go back and watch the highlights of that on YouTube. Uh, But again, Norm's rambling. I will uh, see you guys next week. And until then, have a fantastic week, everybody. Much love and see you in the future. Oh, well, to real people.
Go Vols. I just want to say it one more time. And listen to this song. I didn't really like it in one of my songs, but listen real quick. I can't let y'all go. I can't listen. Can you see all the Starks when they're like taking their voyage in season one all the way down from uh, the north down to King's Landing, just bumping this right here? I think that'd be pretty funny. All right, everybody, I got to stop. I keep rambling. I'll talk to you all next week. Bye.